Hi, everyone. This is Leslie Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today, I have an excerpt from an interview with Dr. Mark Smith from our Lipedema Worldwide Summit that was held in 2016. Dr. Smith, currently at Northwell Health in New York, chats with Catherine Sayo about their early collaboration and passion to learn more about lipedema, and that led to the establishment of the Lipedema Project. I think what struck me as we talked more was the similarity and the sense of patients struggling to find answers, and that had plagued many patients that we saw with lymphedema, and occasionally we would see a patient with lipedema that was referred to us. And, you know, when you start thinking about it more, I mean, this was another population of patients who was neglected and really underserved. And they also had a clinical connection in that we knew that lymphatics and lymphedema had a connection with fat hypertrophy. And the fact that patients with lipedema who had fat hypertrophy, also had issues with lymphatic dysfunction, brought a clinical question in connection between these two entities that perhaps looking at both together, we might understand more about them individually. And so we started thinking about it more. And the fact that you had spent so much time documenting your own struggles with getting information and access and trying to learn about this condition and interviewing people all over the world and that you had this treasure trove of interviews and information that was at a point where it looked like it would never get to completion. That was the first thing. I just felt very much that your documentary needed to be seen and that was, I think, our first commitment. And the second one was when we were visiting in Germany and we visited with Dr. Foldy and we talked about the need to educate people about the condition, but also really to bring thought leaders together in a think tank to really stimulate and cross-pollinate each other's brains with the questions and insights that we might each have regarding this condition so that we could start stimulating intelligent inquiry into what were the causes and what might be the treatments for lipedema. And so those two things together, you being the catalyst, knowing that your commitment to it was there, I felt that this was something that we really should pursue and commit to full board. One of the things that I continue to feel remarkable is to the number of collaboration that have come out of patient and provider relationships. And you and I are definitely one of them, but there are quite a number of them where different patients working with some of the surgeons and working with some of the other providers in lipedema. And I know that is not a typical model in healthcare. Well, I think ultimately patients do bear the ultimate impact of their condition. And so at the end of the day, they are the ones with the most interest in seeing it recognized and studied and treated. Patients with lipedema and lymphedema, for that matter, are struggling to get 
insurance authorization. And part of that struggle is getting their condition acknowledged, recognized by physicians, understanding the role of conservative and surgical therapies, getting data and literature out there so that insurance companies don't look at it as experimental treatments, that there's some documented benefit to these treatments. And that all requires work on the part of physicians as well as patients to really advocate for themselves. And so this process has you know, been underway. One of the things that I'm very hopeful about is you know, what we worked on with the Lymphedema Treatment Act was that public service announcement. And I think that you know, the act is picking up momentum and it's certainly gotten more attention in the legislature. And hopefully we'll see some of these things starting to come through where patients will have better access to supplies and potentially other modes of treatment. But it is a process. And I think, you know, patients ultimately are their own best advocates. And if they can come together, that builds the momentum. And we're fortunate to be in an age where the internet has empowered people to connect from all over the world and to inform each other and to really, you know, support each other. And that's really been a game changer, I think, in terms of accelerating this process. But it just was never brought there. And I think there's excitement, the hope that you could really impact a whole population of people and make their lives better and hopefully, you know, learn or gain insight into a whole metabolic process of what causes you know, this physiologic change, this fat deposition, the lymphatic changes. I mean, it's really an exciting time. And I think that, you know, when we think about healthcare and, you know, sort of the downside of the financial pressures, we're also, you know, should be hopeful because we have a lot of technology that can come to bear on it. And, you know, it's just finding that balance and, you know, and finding the key people that are willing to step forward and commit themselves to understanding it. So there are these pockets of moving forward with the clinical research that needs to happen in order to gain more and more credibility for lipedema as a disease. Absolutely. And I think, you know, these symposiums, these meetings, the summit, these are all opportunities for us to connect and build a community, a scientific community, as well as a patient community. And that's really important. The momentum, you know, has to keep going. We have to keep feeding into it and connecting around it and making it a priority. And I think that that's, again, a combination of clinicians, but also patients. And I think patients have been so integral in bringing these um, meetings together and making sure that lipedema is in the sort of global consciousness of the, the scientific community. Thank you to Catherine and Dr. Mark Smith for everything they have done and the establishment of the Lipedema Project. And thank you also to you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing. 